Hi, I'm Dalak Badelano, and this is the Living the Life podcast, where you'll get scriptural and practical insights into knowing Jesus and living his life on the earth from the pages of scripture, void of religion. Thank you for listening to the last episode of this podcast, and I'm really glad that you are here to listen to this episode. Today, we'll be discussing about the pain of rejection and what you should do. Over the week, I have been reading the Bible, and I'm around the place of Exodus, where it's speaks about Moses' discussions with God and whatnot. So in the beginning, we see that Moses was talking to God and was trying to give a lot of excuses on why he couldn't go to deliver children of Israel by the hand of the Lord. But we see that one of the reasons why Moses was afraid was because the first time he attempted, though he did it in the flesh, he was rejected by the Israelis. So there was a pain and there was a backlog of that rejection as a baggage in his heart. So there's always a possibility that where we've been rejected before, we don't want to go back there. We see the same scenario with David. David was rejected by Saul, even though David did nothing to Saul. David did everything that he could do to be in the good books of Saul. But nonetheless, Saul planned to harm David at the slightest opportunity that he had. So, one thing we need to understand is the fact that you pour yourself, you pour your life, you pour everything into people and situations. is not a guarantee that they are going to reciprocate your good deed to them. One thing I've learned in life is when you're doing something, have this perspective that you may not be rewarded by men. Because if you are seeking your reward from man, you may most likely not get a reward for, from God. Because once man has rewarded you in the real sense, why should God reward you? But the Bible says in Matthew 5, 16, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. You are doing it not because of men. You are doing it that they will give glory to your Father in heaven. So there is a very high possibility and tendency that even if you are doing your good works in the natural, men will still not acknowledge it. Just before shooting this episode, I received an email that showed that my efforts in a particular place has not or is not being appreciated. One thing I've come to understand is you don't allow such situations to deter you, just like how David didn't allow the rejection of Saul to make him now want to kill Saul when he had the opportunity to quote-unquote pay back Saul for the wrong deeds that Saul had done. So the fact that you do something right may not necessarily mean that men may totally reciprocate the actions. So you need to understand that the good deeds you are doing, you should keep on doing your good deeds. Don't because of how people respond, refrain from doing what you know within your heart is right. One thing I've learned in life is that sometimes some, some things that you do may not be fully understood by people. But you, once you understand that what you're doing comes from a pure heart and from an understanding with God, you keep on doing that which you ought to do. We see that when God told Moses to go back to Israel to deliver them and Moses was bringing up several excuses why he couldn't go up. And God said, what is in your hand? So you need to know that despite the rejection, there is still something in your hand. There is still something that God can use to turn around your life and turn around the situation from the current state that it is in. So you should understand that there is something that you have that God can use to transform your life and that situation. So God asked him what is in his hand and Moses said it is a rod. If you go to the later verses of that chapter of Exodus, when Moses said it is a rod in the earlier verse, in the 
later verses now says, and this is the rod of God. So what was Moses' rod at the beginning? When he released it to God, it became the rod of God in his own hand. So we need to understand that when we are willing to release ourselves, release that which we have in our hand to God, it will become God's instrument for our transformation and reformation. So we should also learn to release the heart, release the pain of that rejection, of that seeming lack of appreciation of the work that we've done, and we should let it go into the hands of the Lord. Because God is a better rewarder than what man can do. So, of course, the human instinct is for us to want to be appreciated by men. However, inasmuch as that is not totally bad, but it is better for you to be rewarded by the Lord. Because the reward of the Lord is intangible. That of man can only last for a while. God's reward cannot be quantified by human understanding. So it's more important that we receive the reward of the Lord. Now I know that you may be going through a situation where there is pain, where there is hurt, where there is rejection. It may be rejection from a spouse, maybe rejection from a friend, maybe rejection at a workplace, maybe rejection at employment, maybe rejection at different places. I know there is pain where rejection is involved, but there is also a place of appointment. Let's look at the situation of Joseph. Joseph was a young boy at 17 who was rejected by his siblings and was sent into slavery. For 13 years, Joseph was a slave. He was sent to jail in the house of Potiphar. He was rejected for doing nothing wrong and was sent to jail. And Joseph was still in pain. During his time in prison, he kept on saying, I, 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 I. It was later was that Joseph understood that this thing is not totally about me and I should change and flip this situation to God. So when Joseph, and we'll see that Joseph had a very positive attitude even while he was in prison because it was while he was paying attention to the mood of the chief butler and the baker that he noticed that something was wrong and that was when he was able to interpret their dreams. Funny enough, the chief butler who Joseph interpreted his dream for forgot about Joseph for two years. And Joseph also could have been bitter that, ah, ah, oh boy, this guy forgot about me despite me interpreting his dream and he getting restored to his place. But we see that regardless of that, Joseph went about doing his duty and God in his infinite mercy remembered him. And from the prison, Joseph became the prime minister. He became the number two man in Egypt. And at that time, Egypt was the most powerful nation in the world. So Joseph was the number two person in the entire world. And his brother who rejected him still came down to bow down to him. Now the Bible says, for the rejected stone shall become the chief cornerstone. So Joseph who was rejected now became the chief cornerstone. We see the same thing with Mordecai. Mordecai did a good deed by reporting a plot against the king, but that good deed was forgotten for years until one night that the king slept and he woke up and remembered that there was a book and he asked, has anything been done for this man? The book of remembrance was opened and Mordecai was rewarded. So it's very important that we fix our eyes on Jesus and seek our reward from him. Scripture says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it reads, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So God is a rewarder. 
we need to come with that understanding that God is a rewarder. So I know that you may feel pain, you may feel rejected, you may feel undervalued, you may feel unappreciated. But I want you to know that God sees your pain. God knows what you are going through. And God is there to comfort you, is there to put you through that. Remember, the Bible says, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You can see all those parts looks cool and all that. that there's no issue. Verse 4 now says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. So the path of righteousness and all those things also includes the valley of the shadow of death. But what did he say? I will fear no evil. Why? Because God is with you. So you should know that when you are in situations like this, God is with you. God is an ever-present help in time of need. But the most important thing I want you to know is in that situation, in that circumstance, have an attitude of appreciation. Have an attitude that one thing may not be going right, but not everything has been destroyed. So those things that are still valuable appreciate god for those things and you will see the transformation that god will bring in your life and that reward that you thought men will give you god will bring it to you by himself and you'll be wowed at the amazing things that you have achieved thank you once again i believe that this message has transformed your life and you'll come to a full understanding that god is there and is an ever-present help to see you over every challenge and every situation. Thank you once again for listening to Living the Life Podcast. I believe that you've been blessed and that your life has been transformed. Now I will encourage that you share this podcast to your friends, to your families, and to your loved ones, and that you subscribe to this podcast on all podcast listening platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere that podcast is shared. Thank you once again. And if you have any questions on this episode or previous episodes of this podcast, you can send an email to livingthelifepodcast1 at gmail.com or you can send a direct message to me on Twitter and Instagram at Dolakwa Delano. Thank you very much and God bless you. Have a nice day.